Hello and welcome back to the Black Rose Film Podcast, the podcast you didn't ask for from guys you've never heard of. My name is Jack, and with me is... Max. Hello. Hey, Max. So, Jack said that he wanted to do the intro, and I said, well, it's a package deal, Jack. If you're doing the intro, you've got to do the news. And Jack said, no. And then he said, no again. And then he said, yes. But, but, but when he said no, I said, I, I thought it'd be funny if I just did shit news to get back at him. <laughs> But then I thought, would it be worth uh, fucking up the whole podcast just to just to get back at Jack for not wanting to do the news? So, uh, so no. So that was that was meant to be a bit, but that yeah, I'm, we're not going to yeah. do that bit now. All right, Jack, I've got a lot to say about Spectre. Well, not a lot, but I've got okay. a lot of bad things to say about Spectre. I didn't really think about the good well, things it, I'm going to say because I mean there are good things about it, but I didn't really think about those because there's so many bad things that I thought of. So. Um, Damn. Got- All right, so we'll we'll try and do this uh, Spectre bit. We'll we'll talk about it for like a little bit without spoilers, and then we'll go into spoilers because it is pretty early days with the film. This is yeah. like day two of the release, and the release is only in England, Britain at the moment. Yeah, I don't have Australia. I've got it. No, they haven't. Care. Anyway, anyway, so we'll try and keep it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh my! All my notes are pretty detailed. Not 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 about plot, but just about like the um. Like like in a, in a particular scene, I'll talk about how it was shot and stuff, and how it was shot weird or it was shot great. So okay, but yeah, you'll get it. Uh, you'll get it, and then when people see the film, get it, they'll yeah. also get it because they would have seen the film. Well, have you got any like initial notes that don't require viewing a film first? Uh, yeah, it was alright. The film was alright. Yeah, the film was alright. It was alright. I'd say it's like a little bit better than Quantum of Solace, but not as good as the other two. Yeah, I think I think out of all of Craig's Bonds, Casino Royale is still the best, and then closely Definitely. followed by Skyfall. Well, not even closely, actually. Yep. I think Casino Royale is really, really good, and because Skyfall is just kind of good. Sure. Um, but have you watched Quantum of Solace like directly after Casino Royale? Because it's like a it's like a long film if you do it that way, and it's actually really good. Yeah. Then it makes it all right. Yeah, I have done that. Yeah, but but, but yeah, I, I still I, yeah. I still see Quantum of Solace as, as not like its own full film. Yeah, like it, it doesn't have a like a proper bad guy. No, because he's sort of a mystery the whole time. And then like when it's when his plot's revealed about water, it's like oh yeah, I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be talking <laughs> about that, Jack. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll go into that a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about I'll talk about that at the end because that is quite relevant. Um. I wasn't going to say. Right, so the opening shot of this film is insane. Just the opening shot. Because yes. it, it, it's all one take. It's a tracking shot. And you're like... Yeah. Um, during this whole shot, you don't, you've got no context to what's going on. But it's fine, because the shot's so well done. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Bond... Then it cuts, and Bond shoots something, and then like music starts. And, and you're like... It turns into kind of this generic action scene. Where you've got no context for what's going on, and I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, I, it, it, it wound me up a little bit, if I'm honest, Jack. Really? I was just. No, yeah, I think I liked that. A nice cold opening. No, yeah, I like the no of, the opening a shot. A bit of this was, is what he does. The opening shot is great, but I, you know, I need like a little bit of context for what's happening. I need to know, otherwise I don't care. It's just Bond, being Bond, doing his thing. Yeah, it might have been nice to have someone in his ear saying like. Yeah, that's why the that's yeah that's why the opening shot of Casino Royale is so good because yeah um it's just what is it it's um 
the douchebag guy's putting the thing to his ear. Yeah. And he's chasing the guy from the embassy. Yeah, that's something. that's great. And be- even <coughs> and even before that, before the whole ding ding ding, and he shoots the thing, it's the whole black and yep. white gritty kind of opening thing, and that's great as well. Oh yeah, that's the opening. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but both those things are great. Like good. the um the chase on the uh around where, where are they? Mm. Somewhere in I don't know where they are, but uh somewhere in Africa or something. Yeah, that that's all great. The opening is Casino Royale is great. And the yeah. opening of this is, is is good until it cuts, and I I'm just I don't know I don't I don't care anymore because who's who's he going after? It's so ridiculous as well with the whole helicopter thing. <laughs> like it's it's like is he a superhero but now? Max, no, it's great. No, no, it's not like he's a superhero because it, in this scene I don't I don't know if this is spoilers. Whatever, this is the opening scene. Get over it, people. Yeah. Big helicopter fight in Mexico. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he is a superhero in that scene because he's doing this thing where he's sort of getting beaten and then coming back a little bit and then getting beaten. And it's, I, I feel like it's, it was pretty human, actually. I don't really know what you're saying. I thought that was probably the best bit of the film. Oh, I don't think it. I don't think that was the best action scene in the film. I think. Um... Me and Max keep accidentally going into spoilers, so I just cut them bits out. So let's let's try and rein it back in, Max. Let's talk about something that's not spoilers that everyone can appreciate. Like, how was the supporting lady? She was. Please. She was fine. 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 I thought. Hit these are my initial thoughts with uh, supporting lady. She looked about twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. And Daniel Craig looked about forty-seven. <laughs> and then they had this like love thing going on, and it was creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that also. Yeah. 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 That was weird. Yeah, I just. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't into it, and I thought. Like what? Why did she stick around the whole time? Like, mm. I get. Why does she give a shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jack, I've already, I've already got to go into spoilers. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, all right, we're gonna go into spoilers. Here we go. Okay, then we go into this, uh, this car chase between Batista and Daniel Craig, right? And like, yeah. So Daniel Craig's got this invincible car, and he's just driving through shit. He's knocking over posts. He's he's dr- driving through like mailboxes and stuff. And his car's just sure. fine. And I'm thinking, all right, okay, I guess, because his car's, you know, super or whatever. But I'm guessing... Yeah, it was established as, like, a super sure, car, though, Sure, sure, so. yeah, it was, absolutely. All right, But cool. Batista's car is the same. It's doing the same thing. Oh. And I'm like... Yeah. I'm like, what's going on now? And and he's driving through there, and there's no, there's no, pe- there's no pedestrians just, like, confused or anything. The closest it gets to that is this weird comic <laughs> bit. Where he like hits the back of this Italian guy's car and he's like, bah, bada, boop, bah, bada, boop, "What are you doing? What are you doing, James Bond?" And it's and, and then, like and then he this Italian guy hits hits a wall and then it cuts to him in the passage in the seat, yeah. And then he's just sitting there like, yeah. "Oh, like I'm alive." And then it just his uh, airbag explodes. And I'm like, "What sort of tone is this? What what oh, what yeah. sort of weird like?" Like comic booky. Did your cinema not get a laugh at that point, mate? I watched it with two other guys in the cinema. I watched it at three a.m. So, no, didn't didn't no. laugh. I mean, I laughed ironically, and they both went, "Yeah, good one, Max." And then I, yeah, whatever. Um, and no. then and also, everyone in my my cinema was like full. I saw it at like eight fifteen or something. Nice. Uh, on release day, <laughs> and yeah, everyone laughed. If it wasn't funny. Some woman in there was laughing like a like a fucking strangled chicken, like <laughs> like that. It's not a comedy, like. Wh- well, was she really got involved with it? Sake. And, I don't know. And also, like, 
Bond is driving around and he's in his supercar, so he's basically Batman. He's just he's just driving around these streets, yeah, and yeah. he's saying these catchphrases like, um, what is what what does he say? I wrote it down. What does he say? Um, he said he's saying things like, "Oh, you got you got to be kidding me!" and uh, uh. Here goes nothing and stuff like that, and it's like you're James Bond. What are you saying stuff like that for? And it's like it's so out of character for him to be saying things like "Here goes nothing." He's not Austin Powers. I'm just like, is this even a Bond film? Like, it's, it felt like that scene was completely out of place and not even directed by the same guy that the rest of the film is directed by. Like, Jesus. it was so weird. It was it was the weirdest like tonal shift of any Bond film I've ever seen. I did find myself during this film sort of losing it, like drifting in and out a little bit. Yeah. Especially during like some of the conversations. I was like, who are you talking about? Yeah. I got confused by the story a little bit as well, which is not like me, really. Really? I'm normally quite involved. Yeah. I I was like, how does he know she's here? Like when he goes to the (laughs) retreat on on the mount, I was like, but then it cuts back later on to the guy saying it. And he says, yeah, she's at this thing. Which was said, but I just didn't hear it, I guess. But it's because he was doing that weird voice where he's like, You're a cat dancing at a I guess. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that either, but I just kind of... That's one of the things where I can just assume... Oh, he finds her because he's Bond, you know? He's a, he's a great detective, and he can just figure out where she is because of his gadgets. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind yeah, of... I did the same. I was like, I was like, yeah, he just made his way here somehow. I, yeah. Also, another thing, I don't know how he got... That supercar from England to Rome in less than a day. <laughs> yeah, but and also, then he's in, and then he's we'll in Austria. That. Yeah, with the same car. <laughs> His super fucking car. His <laughs> <laughs> fucking flying car. I just assumed he must have gone in some cargo plane and just you know <laughs> sat in his car. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. You can let you can let these kind of things go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the scene where he's in the that big. Uh, evil boardroom that's so evil and then oh, yeah. and they let him in because he says some stupid joke to the bouncer he let, they, let, they let him in and even though the, and then it turns it cuts, and I'm like alright that's cool the bouncer doesn't know that he's James Bond because he's got the ring but then it cuts to the bouncer yeah. and he gives this shifty look like he knows and I'm like why don't you just take him now like why are you waiting for him yeah. to get inside so he can escape I'm just like because they, they want him to hear some plot that's why <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> it's really stupid. It it did, also did later on that fi- in the film that classic James Bond cliche of "Here's my evil plan." Yeah, let me tell you so you have time to escape. Yeah, the fucking which was a bit annoying. Yeah, the, in- they the incredible monologuing thing where he just starts monologuing and then his fucking Kate yeah. gets caught in a fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this this also the, 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 there's a bit in that scene with the the bit, the evil meeting where a uh, thingy from Django turns to him. And he says, uh, like, hi, Mr. Bond. Like, he, he turns up and puts his, like, faces towards him. Yeah. Like, he knew he was there the whole time. Which was in the trailer. Yeah. But I thought that bit was pretty cool. And if I didn't know that was coming, I would have been like, whoa. Yeah. Damn. But it was I in li- the trailer, so I saw I it. like the whole way he was introduced, his character. It was so dark yeah. and cool. But then he's kind of... Yeah. But then after that, Chris, Christoph Waltz, it felt like he was on autopilot. Like, he was just playing this just weird kind of comic booky villain. And, like... Yeah. Christoph Waltz played one of the greatest villains of all time in Inglorious Bastards. Okay, yep. And it's just like Definitely. he could have, he could have, he could have literally played this role in a coma. Like Christoph Waltz is insane at playing villains, but I don't know what he was thinking in this film. Really, he just sort of he just know. didn't. I also he thought didn't he really might do it. an accent. I thought he might do an accent, like an American 
accent. Yeah, that would have been cool. He just did his he just did his normal voice, which was fine because his voice is pretty awesome, but didn't really suit the yeah because it was like a God, I don't know. Also, I can't explain. Also, what was his plan? He's got he's got a million. He's got like a bazillion. Uh, he's got like a bazillion dollars. He's he's insane. He's got loads and loads of money. He runs the world yeah. apparently. Um, yeah. Uh, but he just has to tie up James Bond and torture him slowly. Yeah, what's that about? That's his, so, that's so his he, real. So plan. he, he esta- so it's established that if he puts this needle thing in his neck, that he's going to go paralyzed or something, or he's going to forget about this girl. So he does it. Yeah. And then nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. And then he does it on the other side, and nothing <laughs> happens again. <laughs> and nothing happens. Yeah, because James Bond is too hardcore. <laughs> just James Bond will never get a girl's face. Fucking that's Daniel Craig's is. neck bones just fucking <laughs> crushed. Whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I actually dislike this film more than I think about it. I think I like yeah. one of the Solace more, Jack. No. No, and this film is definitely better than Quantum of Solace, uh, just for the action scenes alone. But the, the story, this is what I was saying to my girlfriend, because she, she was going to see it the next day. She was like, how is it? I was like, it's good, but the story's not very good. Which I think is a pretty fair evaluation of this film. Mm. Like, the, yeah. every action scene is solid, if you can forget like the comedy bits. Uh, like the love scenes are fine, but when it when it comes to the story and the sort of dialogues between people, it's it's confusing or it's like dull or it's annoying, or it's annoying. Yeah. Apart from the the like evil headquarters table bit, every other dialogue scene is a little bit. Ugh. Also, I didn't really like M in this film. Ralph Fiennes was a little bit boring. Yeah, <laughs> the the old M like uh, Judy Dench used to bring like character to it and sort of like quips yeah. and she was like this. Dark, don't mess with her, for she'll fuck you up. Type yeah, character. It's, she, new, like it's literally, like she's the only woman that Bond bit. respects. That's that's her character. Yeah. And I was excited when I when I thought, oh yeah, I guess Ray Fiennes is going to be in this because he's going to be the new M. But he was, yeah, he, he was in it a lot, but he never really had mm. that much to do, except for I guess right at the end. But then I stopped caring at that yeah, point. Yeah, in the climax, he did. Yeah, but no, I'd, I didn't like his character. I thought James Bond uh, treated him like a bit of a douchebag, like <laughs> a bit of an idiot. Yeah. When he, when he's talking to him at the beginning and he's like and M's like we're going to have to retire you Bond and James Bond's like uh-huh, okay sure and then he just like walks out and he just instantly like doesn't give doesn't listen to him yeah it's like what you're not giving this character any sort of power over James Bond when he's meant to be M you know like yeah. the big boss yeah I just I, it's so I'm they, you know they did it last time the whole Bond goes rogue thing and it's like. That's all they do in spy films nowadays. Fucking go rogue. Like in Mission Impossible, the, the film was called like Rogue Nation or something. <laughs> yeah. Like li- even though in every Mission Impossible he goes rogue. <laughs> you don't need to. That's all they do. I just want. Just I just rogue. want a sweet film where he just. He just. He's in MI. MI six. Is it MI six? He's in. Oh, yeah. Yep. He, he's yep. in MI six and he just goes on a sweet mission. Is a. Is an awesome. Is yes. an awesome baddie. Yes. And then, yes. and then at the end, he gets to kiss the girl, <laughs> and I get That's to it, go yeah. home. <laughs> That's... Yeah, and have a good time. Yeah. Like I, in last film, what they did is they established M as the old like man M that we've all known yeah. from the old James Bond films. They established Money Penny as his secretary, which is what we know from the old films. Yeah. They established Q as the gadgets guy, which is what we know from the old films. So I thought, oh, we're back to we're back to the old scratch. This yeah. is how it goes. Next next film's going to be him walking in the room getting given a dossier and it's going to have a mission and he's going to go do it. Yeah. But no, 
destiny uh, destiny interferes again. Alright, Jay, let's get into this destiny. So yeah. so Christoph Waltz's plan is uh, to torture Bond and then explain to him how he's been behind every film. <laughs> he was behind Le <laughs> yeah. Chief, even though Le Chief yep. was just a guy in Casino Royale yep. who owed a lot of money to a load of terrorists and Bond had to stop him from giving the money to the terrorists, okay? That that's that was the no, plot. No, you're wrong, Max. That uh, Blofeld was behind that. <laughs> But carry on. Uh, okay, right. but before I saw this film, Le Chief was just a guy who owed a load of money to some terrorists, and he had to give Bond had to stop him. Yeah, awesome, yeah. great, great film. Awesome, yeah, good story. Line. Second yeah. film, whatever you got to say about it, Dominic Green, pretty pretty weak villain, but he had a clear motivation. He wanted to he wanted a load sure. of water, and he had to sell the water. And there's a general guy, yeah. and there's... wanted to own the water for the Middle East so he could have a monopoly on it. <laughs> sure, easy. Easy. Bad guy motive. Done. 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 And then third one is is your sweet revenge story. Right? Uh, Silver's got a vendetta against M. He wants to kill M. And Bond's not going to stop him. Yeah. S- yeah. Silver. Silver wants to kill M. And and sure. now so that which this, is his only motive. Yeah. And now his only motive in that film, which is awesome. That's all a villain needs. Yeah. Just a bit of a revenge. Awesome. And you're like, and you're like, okay, this is this is all good. They've all got different motivations. You know, they haven't really recycled any villains yet. Whatever. They're all they're all different. Yep. They're not connected in any way. I guess you could say Mr. White is connected to the first two in some context, I suppose. Yeah, but... he's the uh, he's like a hired hand for Le Chief in the first. Sure. One. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm like yeah cool okay whatever but and and and, yeah. and I was really hoping that this wasn't going to happen but it did happen it literally happened in the title song it just flashes up pictures of Javier Bardem pictures of yeah. fucking the guy who played Dominic Green and uh, Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> they're just in the yeah. opening scene I remember thinking when I saw that this is weird. <laughs> yeah. this is weird. why is this happening what are they doing here and then and then and then I was like oh <laughs> should we explain uh, a little bit what it means. Okay, so what? Yeah, Blofeld's trying to do. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so this is what happens in the film. If you haven't seen it, and you are listening to spoilers because you uh, you don't give a fuck. This is what happens. Uh, we find out that Blofeld's the head of this organization called Spectre, which uh, yeah, and they like control the world because they have all this spy technology around the world, and they like control MI five and they control the CIA and stuff. Yeah, and then we and then it turns out that all our previous villains. <laughs> were supposedly members of Spectre yeah. or paid by Spectre <laughs> or something like that. But just because we're told this doesn't mean it's true. And just because... Like, when they say it, and when Blofeld says, I was behind it all. I was there, like, the orchestrator of your whatever. I was like, okay. I, well, give us some flashbacks. Yeah, I, wouldn't have, us yeah I wouldn't have been surprised if they'd done, like, a montage of just him in the background during the casino game and stuff like that. Mm. Like, I would have been like, all right, cool. You but, know? At least a little bit of something's going on. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have liked that, but it would have been something. It would have been better. <laughs> yeah. It would have been better than nothing. Like, if, if we got a shot of the casino in the first one, and as James Bond's coming out and, like, doing his defibrillator thing, yeah. we had, like, Blofeld in the background getting in his car and, like, driving off. Yeah. It would have been like, oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. But no. Well... And like, and he claims that he's killed all the women in his life as well. <laughs> he didn't kill Vesper Lind. Ves- Vesper Lind fucking killed herself, and she got involved yeah. in some bad people, and she wanted to save her fiance or whatever. Like that was a good plot point. Why are they? They've literally they've just cheapened every other film by doing this. <laughs> they just love it, don't they? Just love their destiny. <laughs> I thought as well the scene in the the bunker in like the desert thing. Yeah. 
I thought that all looked very green screened and very like added afterwards. I thought maybe that whole scene was added in this in, the, in all these reshoots. And I also thought the bit at the end where he's running through uh, the old MI6 headquarters. Yeah. And he's um, like he's in the bottom and he's running through the like shooting range bit and like all the faces are of uh, yeah like previous villains. <laughs> I thought that was also added. And I think if you take out these two scenes. It doesn't become about destiny, and it's just sort of a film about Blofeld being the villain. So maybe that was the original film, <laughs> but then like producers were like, "Yeah, I don't think it has enough destiny." Yeah. I think, I think we got to tie it back to I don't know, maybe every single other Bond film that we've made, and then it'll be better. And like everyone was like, "All right, <laughs> let's do that," and then they did that. They just look at him like like the fucking producers of Star Wars look at George Lucas, yeah. just like, "All right, <laughs> I get, uh, I guess." Yeah, all right. Uh, it's your money. Let's go for these these six month reshoots. <laughs> yeah, apparently this film did take literally six months to shoot, and and yeah. you know and you know the whole situation with um uh the Sony hack like uh like th- these Bond films yeah. don't have very good luck in their production to be honest. Captain Craig's Bond like uh Quantum of Solace it was during the uh, writers' strike, so that's why that film yep. is just a mess. And um yeah, this this film. The, the the Sony leak was, was hurt it considerably, so I but that's no excuse. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that's no excuse. No, I mean it's not that hard to write a, a James Bond film where there's like a bad guy and then a, a James Bond saves the day. <laughs> it's the easiest thing ever. Like, why do you think every yeah. fucking director and writer wants to do a Bond film because they can get they can get such profile by doing no work? Like, it's the easiest yeah. thing ever. I, I could fucking do a Bond film, <laughs> like fucking hell. probably yeah. Just write like six action scenes and then write things between them. That's it. Yeah, that's all you do. If you think like you imagine like all right at the end of climax at the climax we're gonna have like a rocket taking off and then James Bond's gonna it's gonna be at NASA and James Bond's gonna stop it because an evil corporation is trying to take it off to blow up the moon or something stupid. Mm. Then you just go back from there. <laughs> just like you work your way back. Like it's that easy. Yeah, but they couldn't do it. What was what was what was I got here? Um, I've mentioned the opening scene. I mentioned car chase. Uh, I mentioned Italian guy. I literally wrote "ba did a boop a boop" on my piece of paper because <laughs> I wanted to say that. Uh, That's a racist. Uh, Bond saying you gotta you gotta be kidding me. I'm fine with destiny, yeah. but it didn't work. Um, yeah. Christoph Waltz on autopilot. Oh yeah. Yeah. The ending was rubbish. It was just like, oh, right, let's go to the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're ready for more guess, Destiny. Yeah. Doesn't Bond say I quit or something, and then he just he just shows up. I don't know. Going. Does he run off with the girl or something? I don't know. I can't remember. I think I zoned no, out. They both end. they both drive off in the end. Yeah, to go on some mission. Yeah. And then Bofol is established as the new bad guy. Yeah, like the head of this organisation. And then he gets fucking caught. (laughs) And then afterwards, I said this to my dad, because we saw it together, I said, what's the point of establishing this new big bad guy if he's just going to get caught, like, literally 20 minutes later? And my dad was like, don't worry, he's going to escape prison in the next one. And I'm like, of course, of course he is. He will just escape prison in the next one. Like, it's all stupid. Yeah. It all means nothing. I need... uh, That's why you need, like, an independent plot. And one bad guy, not 
throwing it back to everything. Because now you've thrown this guy back to everything. Yeah. You you can't do another film without him. Yeah. Because yeah, because it's it it's so established that he's just behind everything. Like that they they just shove it down your throat that he's just yeah he's just got his fingers so in if, all the pies. If in a new film, if in a new film we get some sort of new original storyline with a bad guy doing some sort of evil plot. Everyone could just say to themselves, yeah, but Spectre's probably behind it. <laughs> because why wouldn't they be? Yeah. They're behind everything. Uh, uh, Bullshit. Bullshit. Also, you know, uh, right at the end when... Sure, we could talk about... We could uh, we could maybe talk about things we liked. Talk about what? We could maybe talk about things we liked. I don't know, we're shitting on it quite hard. Yeah, we thing. are. But I need... I need... Just, just one more thing. Um, that I need to shit right. on it for. <laughs> you know the bit. Um, <laughs> just gonna kind of shit quick. All right. Uh, so, okay. So, so Bond escapes the building. He's running off, uh, or something. Yes. And then Blofeld's in his little helicopter, and mm-hmm. and uh, he's just getting away. He's flying over the Thames, and I'm just like, um, wh- where are all his resources to escape? Like, he's the isn't he like a bazillionaire? Like, yeah. where where are his wouldn't he have, you know, backup? Or... Yeah. Or, like... I think... I'm thinking now, maybe... Uh, maybe he's paid off all these police. And that in the next one, it's going to show at the beginning that because he's in, he's in the back of a police car, but he's paid off the police or something. I guess. Who knows? I guess he's also... His, like I that. mean, he makes his money from the surveillance thing, doesn't he? And Bond blew that up. Yeah. So maybe he's gone bankrupt at that point. Maybe. That's why I was. Sure. I, I just realised that. <laughs> that bit was funny. That bit was funny. How he just fucking blew it up. <laughs> just like he brings him in. He invites him in for no reason. He gives him like a room and a new suit, and they go on this tour. And then he's he's giving him like, "This is my master plan. This is where I do all my bad work. Have a look at it. Come in, take photos." And then and then he it, it's. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. That's why the other ones were good. Yeah. That's why Skyfall was quite good because in Skyfall when he's on like the island when they're walking around and he's like he's not explaining his plan he's just like doing an evil talk to him. They've got like seven guards watching them all with guns. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's what makes sense rather than just like like no one. Yeah. It's it's so stupid Jack. It's it's so stupid. But here's something I did like. Um, You you know... (laughs) Right, so you, well, you talk about the tour bit, but he he um he takes him around that tour of his little building, uh, mm-hmm. and then he puts on the screen um Mr. White dying in front of his daughter, and Bond's like, yeah, turn it off, and he doesn't turn it off, so he fucking runs at him, and then he gets hit in the balls or whatever, and he falls on the floor, yeah. and I thought that was good, that was a nice bit of passion, like he actually cares. That that made me think, okay, I guess he does actually care about this girl because he doesn't want her. Okay, yeah, he doesn't want her seeing her father's death. So that that I like that bit. There's little there's little bits of emotion in there in places, and I I enjoyed those bits. It's not a bad film. Yeah, it's not bad, really. <laughs> it's it's really not bad at all. But it's what it did is it it missed the point of a James Bond film. I think if this yeah. was any other film, like if it was just an well, I guess it wouldn't work. But let's say it did, like work as like an independent spy film. Like say this was the Man from Uncle, we'd be yeah. like, wow, that was pretty good. We'd be like, wow, that was pretty. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But it, it's because it missed the point of, of a James Bond film. Yeah, James Bond but isn't about destiny. Mission, go save the day. 
In fact, no. like Skyfall did enough destiny for me by him going back to his old house and like having to fight it off and stuff and talking about his backstory. That was enough destiny for me. Like I, I, yeah. I you know, it, it nearly crossed the line in Skyfall, but this just it really takes the cake, Jack. You know. Imagine that. Imagine this. Yeah. Say, say you're like, well, oh, I want to go see the new, the new James Bond film. Yeah. As like an audience member, mm-hmm. but you haven't seen any of the other James Bond films. But that's fair enough because yeah. this is a new blockbuster, and you can go see a James Bond film without seeing the others normally. You're allowed but to. But you go into this one. Yeah, you're allowed <laughs> to. You go into this one, and it's the fourth one in this series, but it, it shouldn't matter. You go in, and like twenty minutes in, they're, they're like, "These are the items recovered from Skyfall," and you're like. As the audience, you're like, uh, what's Skyfall? Because <laughs> y- y- you don't know what that means. Yeah. And then he gets out this photo, and then he's like looking at it, and you're like, uh, what's this? And, th- and then he goes to Rome, and then he starts talking about like, uh, like Skyfall and like stuff like that's done in yeah. the past, and how he's like his brother or some shit. And you're like, um, I who? Like you, you wouldn't. Yeah, and then then he meets. It's not fair. And really. then he meets Mister White, <laughs> and it's just like, who the fuck is Mister yeah. White? Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the, and then, oh yeah, in the car the, he says the, he says, "Of course, Mr. White. How did I not think of that?" <laughs> and you're like, "Say, say you didn't know. You'd be like, well, I didn't think that. I didn't know. Who's Mr. White? It's not fair." And then at the end, when it's showing like all the previous villains, it's like, and then he's saying, "Oh, I orchestrated all these attacks." As the audience, you'd be like, "What attacks? When? Yeah. <laughs> when did this happen? Is he talking about the helicopter in Mexico at the beginning?" Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like up until it this, like up until this film in the series, I've been okay with this overarching storyline because they haven't done it too much. It hasn't been a hand fisted, you know. They've done it, you know. It's it's been carefully done, you know. You can you can still yeah, watch all them the out. others. You can still watch them out of context. The but the great thing about Bond is you can just watch. You can just pop one in, like, and just watch yeah. it. Um, Say I wanted to watch Goldfinger right now, <laughs> I'd be able to just watch it, mm-hmm. or Octopussy. I'd just be able to watch it, just because it's all uh, a Bond film used to anyway. Used to start with here's your mission, here are your gadgets, go do your thing. Yeah, it was like a, it was like when they're old serials, you know, like that's what they were trying to do with Star Wars. It doesn't really matter about what happened before or after. It's just you yeah. got this basic character who's just a spy, and now go watch him do a mission, please. Yeah, and with Mission Impossible, you can do that. You can watch any of them. Yeah, but so that I think they kind of missed uh, missed the point. Yeah, it's not it's it's not fair for us. It's fine because we'll happily you know, watch three films and then watch the fourth. Yeah. But most people, if they were to just on a whim be like, oh, the new James Bond's out, we could go see that. It would be unfair. Yeah. They, they wouldn't know what was going on, which is not good for a film to do, especially yeah. not a film like this. I mean, you can. You can definitely do that with films, but not James Bond. I don't yeah. Know. <sighs> yeah. I think that's, I think that's my main gripe with this film. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's just ruining it. Yeah, it's just ruining it for the casual audience. You know, James Bond yeah. used to be the most casual film-going experience there was. Yeah. Like it was, you just you just sit there, you watch Bond, you want to see Bond bang the girl, you want to see him say shaken, not stirred, and yep. it hasn't happened recently. No, I think he says in this one shaken, not stirred. I don't know. Well, well, yeah, he does. He says. He yeah, he's, yeah, he's, right he's, he says, he says, uh, do you think I give a well, damn? I give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think I give a damn, which is great. And she does say in this film, but then the guy's like, we don't sell alcohol here. And he's like, oh, okay. okay. There's always a problem. Yeah. There's always a problem with it, isn't there? Yeah. In these new ones. Yeah. He can't just get his fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All, right. All right. Whatever. Well, final thoughts. Do you, want, do you want to do some final thoughts? Final thoughts on Spectre. 
Um, I will never watch it again, but I guess it killed some time. Same. Saying that though, I pro- I probably will watch it again when I, in the future if I'm gonna do the like watch them all again. Yeah, I guess yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe you have to watch this film in a marathon. You know, I can imagine that'd be kind of cool if you didn't know. No, I don't you know, think if so. You didn't know. I recently watched Skyfall. Like I watched it in prep for seeing this right. because it was so great. So I watched it, and it's great still. And then I watched this one, and it still was a bit like oh, I don't know. It still was yeah. a bit confusing for me. <laughs> Were you paying attention to this film, Jack? You keep saying you're. You keep saying you're confused. I wasn't confused. I was annoyed. <laughs> I was definitely confused. Maybe I was tired. Who knows? Um, when when I'm watching a film, I'll often go, "Oh, this is going to happen," and then it usually happens. But there was one bit in it where I went, "This is going to happen." I turned to the guy next to me, Ben. I turned to him and I said, uh, "This is going to happen." It didn't happen. It was the bit when he, Q gets in the uh, uh, the ski lift. And you know he's got his little laptop on, and the guy from Spectre sits in front, sits opposite him. Remember yeah. it? And he like smiles at him, and I said, "I bet you," because then he he put he puts the ring on the uh, on the scanner, and all these guys' faces come up from Spectre, who's who've worn this ring, I yeah. imagine. And I'm like, "I'll bet you the guy opposite him, his face shows up on the on the, on the laptop," because that'd be so classic oh, trope. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Yeah. But I'm glad it didn't happen because I would have just predicted. That could have worked. That could have worked. And also, like Spectre, if it's so corrupt, if it's so corrupting in all the governments and stuff, and this this guy gets in, he gets he gets in the little ski lift thing with Q, and all these people get on, and he he he, he gets up to beat him up or kill him, but then all these people get on. Why does he care if all those people go on? Why doesn't he just kill him anyway? Like, there's, yeah. there doesn't seem to be any consequences to, if there doesn't seem to be any consequences to these bad guys' plot. You know, like you said, they could be. Why would it matter? Why would it matter? Yeah. Yeah. I liked um, yeah, Dave Batista in this film, by the way. Who's Dave Batista? The guy who played the the henchman. Oh yeah, he was good. Yeah, I liked him. He's a bit like a Jaws character. Yeah, I, I like Dave Batista anyway, but I thought he was quite good in this. Died a bit soon, but whatever. I don't think he died though. He'd probably come back. Yeah, probably with a neck brace or like a like, yeah, like a weird brace. neck thing, you know that. A Bond villain would have with spikes on it. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Oh anyway, yeah, sorry. Right, so yeah, I should have wrapped up my thoughts. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 alright. Yeah, it's alright. Cool. If you want a rating out of ten, it's like a it's like a number. I can't think of a number. <laughs> it's a number between one and ten. It's probably above five. Should we create a new number, Jack? That's somewhere in between we won't tell anyone where it is in the Yeah, Bullever. <laughs> it's Bullever. Bullevin Flump. Bullevin Bullevin Flump. Bullevin Clump. Eleven. <laughs> Out of 22.4. Alright. Yeah. Cool. That's Are we going to do a bit of what, we, what we've been watching? Or this, this series uh, is a bit long, I suppose. I haven't been watching much. Anything you're dying to, to mention? <sighs> Not really. I'm, I'm into Fargo at the moment. I'm enjoying Fargo. I haven't watched The Killing yet. Before you mentioned fucking Killing. <laughs> That's fine. Running. I stopped watching The Killing. Yeah. It's good still. Yeah, it's good. I just finished it. Great. Yeah. Still can't talk about it though because you still haven't watched it. <laughs> I'll watch it at some good point. Good time though. Yeah. All right. All right. Wait, Thanks for listening. Wait, to wait, 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 wait. I'm just checking the email. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
what what is you what is this Club Penguin member services that you Oh yeah. I went on Club Penguin with uh, Club Penguin account Club. confirmation. Why do you use yeah. <laughs> fuck's sake? Right, for all, for all the listeners funny. for all the listeners, Jack uses our Blanket Bros thing for all his just random spam shit like National yeah. Express and Club Penguin. <laughs> it's just Yeah. Well, let's explain a little bit. The Club Penguin wasn't because, you know, I wanted to go on Club Penguin. It was because my girlfriend was like, why don't we go on Club Penguin? That'd be funny. I was like, okay. That'd probably be funny. It turned out it wasn't funny at all. It was just sort of bad. But yeah. Jack, can you keep you and your girlfriend's jokes on your own email address, all right? We're a professional podcast. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) All our emails are from Club Penguin or me. Like when I send homework home. I send it to Why? Blanket Bros. Because it's just easier to find because my email's just clogged. <laughs> Fuck's sake. When we do... Alright, okay. If you do email us, we'll make a point to search through all this shit and find it, alright? Don't, don't worry. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to delete everything. Don't worry I... the listeners that they'll be, they'll be sandwiched between National Express and Club Penguin and we just won't notice them. Fuck's sake. And every time... Also, whenever I go on there, I think that we've got email because I don't look at it straight away and I'm just like, oh... Fuck's sake. Sorry. Alright. Cheers, guys. Alright, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more, you can listen to more on our SoundCloud, which is probably what you're listening to this on. Also, follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. All that's in the description. Max has got his own film blog where he might talk about Spectre a little bit. Who knows? I could probably, I reckon I could do a full on essay on Spectre, you know? Okay. Well, read Max's essay. (laughs) Alright, thanks for listening. Cheers.